Welcome back to the Practical Scouter. The three amigos are here. Uh, usually amigos. Uh, Greg, Jay, always, how are always. you guys? Good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> Doing fantastic. <laughs> ominous start. <laughs> You're an ominous start. The three amigos. Usually me. What was the movie? The three. Uh, was it Three Amigos? The movie where El Wapo is infamous. He's more than famous. He's infamous. Infamous. Remember? No. 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 All right. Yeah. No. It, it's a, it's a great movie. Before my time? It's a great movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, so, so, so we're going to... This is a movie review uh, podcast? So yeah. I, I didn't, yeah, sure. We're no, reading something it's fantastic. different. No, it's, it's great. So right, tell you what. So here, let's try it again. Welcome back to the Practical Scouter. I'm Jeff. I'm here with my good friends, Jay and Greg. Hi, guys. Hello. Howdy. How you doing? I'm great. I am great. Thanks for asking. So tonight, we're going to talk about uh, something near and dear to all of our hearts and to many of the listeners. What's it like to be a scout leader and a parent of the scout in your unit? And how does that work out? And the good, the bad, and the ugly of all of those things. Because we all, it, it occurred to us that we, we all have different perspectives on that, on that subject. Uh, Jay, how about, you know, you've, you've been doing this longer than, than uh, Greg and I. What's, what, what was that all about for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a great experience. I mean, I obviously became a leader because of primarily my son, uh, but my daughter was involved in venturing uh, many years ago, and both my kids are out of the program now. In fact, uh, I've got two granddaughters that I'm hoping within about, uh, if I count correctly, five or six years they can join Cub Scouts. Um, so, so when I first became a leader. Uh, I was an assistant scoutmaster uh, for about eight or nine months, and then uh, after an insurrection, I became scoutmaster. And uh, some of some was <laughs> after an insurrection. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a story there. Well, well, that's a different, a different podcast. That's a it's different one. People are still alive. So I'm leadership, not sure leadership, uh, succession planning, exactly. horror stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, which, which as. You know, you find most troops, <laughs> packs too, have, you know, those kind of legacies, but I digress. Um, so I was scoutmaster uh, when my son was working his way up through the ranks. And at one point he was senior patrol leader when I was scoutmaster. And not because of him, but because of the average senior patrol leader that we would have elections every six months. And most SPLs were elected for a year, you know, two back to back. But I always said that nine months is the limit, and I'm not sure it was their limit or my limit um, for it, but it's probably right our limit. And I, I had a strategy um, to try to leave my son alone and to let him have fun and not, not to micromanage him, whether he was a patrol leader or senior patrol leader, and probably paid less attention to him than I would have if I had just been another you know, average leader. In the troop, I'm not sure that's fair to him, but I didn't want to, you know, either single him out or uh, ignore all the other youth leaders in the troop. So you kind of try to figure out what the right balance is, and hopefully got it right. Um, but he also was looking forward to the next scoutmaster, um, <laughs> to and probably because you know from his viewpoint, it's dad. Uh, and, you know, dad's a scoutmaster, although we got along fine. Uh, certainly we 
did as father and son. We did as a scout leader and and scout. But it's trying to manage that that process without you know bothering that patrol leader or senior patrol leader too much. You know, asking them to do their job or responding when they want you to do your job. How does that uh, work for sign-offs with your own with your own kid? Uh, generally, in our troop, we tried not to do that. We tr- we had two general policies in our troop. One is do not discipline your own youth, your own child. Um, ask another leader t- to do it, or you know, have them make the observation, and try not to interfere as they're doing that. Um, it just you know makes for better overall results, and also keeps your temper down too <laughs> when stupid stuff is done and <laughs> sometimes on our, our part as adults um, and for signing the books we tried to avoid doing that just um, so to, to to not be overly critical or overly easy because again you're trying to strike that right balance uh, for uh, same thing with Scoutmaster conferences you know, didn't want to do my own son in any Scoutmaster conference uh, that I could avoid yeah, we, we have the same two policies. There's, you know, I'll, the way we phrase it is, I'll deal with any kid who's not mine. Yeah. And good. so we, we just hand them off to each other. And, and the same thing with sign-offs, to your point. You know, we never sign off on, on our own kids because it just, mm-hmm. to, to your point, it, it's, it, I, don't, I think there's the, the, the view of impropriety there. But more than that, you're taking away, I think, from your own child's experience if you're the one having that conversation with them, such a big part of this program of getting merit badges is dealing with other adults in a, you know, in a respectful manner, which sometimes it's hard to be respectful with your own parents. (laughs) Exactly. Because, because of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the other practice I I did a scale master is um, I, I think I got pretty comfortable in my job quickly enough. And that's just who I am. So I would delegate, uh, scoutmaster conferences to ASMs in the troop, and the only ones I retained as scoutmaster were the Eagle um, <clears throat> Boards of View. Excuse me, uh, scoutmaster conferences, exception being you know our own sons or so. Uh, so I, my son didn't make Eagle talk. I was no longer scoutmaster, so that didn't come up. But um, when the scoutmaster that succeeded me, when his son was coming up for Eagle, right around the same time, my son. He asked me to do uh, his scoutmaster conference, which I'm happy to do that, uh, certainly. And and uh, that, you know, I, I always enjoy scoutmaster conferences. Eagle scoutmaster conferences I loved. I thought that was, you know, the best best part of the job because uh, the kids are a little bit older, a little more mature, and you can have a real conversation with them. Um, but again, not n- not doing their son is the best way, I think, because, again, give them the association with... Other adults. That's what the program's about. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, I know for me, I was I was a den leader um, from Tiger on, and I was a cub master. And then when we moved over to the troop, everything I had read and any, anyone I had spoken to, um, and coincidentally, I I took wood badge right after I stepped down as cub master. So I'm dealing with all these Boy Scout leaders, and as we all were talking about, as you do as a wood badge participant about about your tickets and about you know what you're doing next and i found myself in this weird situation where i kept saying i don't know what i'm doing next I, i've spent the last five years living in this cub world and i don't know the boy scout world at all 
and I'm walking right into it. So what what do I really have to offer? And um, it, it, it you know turned out plenty, but but at the time, I walked in and I I joined the committee and I stepped back, and my son went on campouts and he went to camp and all that stuff, and I I went nowhere near the boys. Um, I gave it exactly a year, and a year in, um, you know, we, we'd been needing bodies anyway. We'd been needing ASMs. And I kept on just putting my hand up and saying, I, I got to give this 12 months. I, I, I owe it to him to give it 12 months. Um, and then I jumped in and I was an ASM for a while. And, and now I'm our committee chair and my son is SPL. And that happened at the same time, more or less, my, my moving over to committee chair. And, and part of that was that I've been with the troop long enough and our other committee chair was, was stepping down and we we needed someone experienced to do it. But part of it was also one more way for now that he's the SPL for me to just, just get the heck out of the way. Um, <laughs> well, Greg, also, um, you, you may be not bringing this up on purpose, but there was a Scoutmaster transition, and mm-hmm. you would have been considered for that, potentially. And you talked to your son about that, right? I did. I did. So th- there was a point there where, you know, I... I I potentially could have have lined up to be the next scoutmaster, and I, I sat down with him. I said, "What do you think of this?" And he was our he was the troop guide at the time. Um, he was he had his eye on SPL, and I, I said, "What do you think?" He said, "I really would." Re- How did he put it? It's fine if you want to, but I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was 14 going on 15 at the time so this is about a year ago now almost a year ago and um and the way he phrased it was he suppose he said suppose i win the election and i'm spl we then have then we're running the baymel show was how he described it to me and <laughs> and i said i get it i i get it i understand that's I, I and i looked at him i said i appreciate your candor and he said i know you'd be good at it but I just, I, I don't, I don't know if that's what I'd be the most comfortable with. And I, and and you know what? It's more important to me. Look, I'm there for all the boys. I'm there for our troop, for our unit, um, for our for our district. I'm I'm all in on this. But you're always going to be the most all in for your own kid. And when he looked mm-hmm. at me and when he didn't use the exact words, but basically implied you're going to lessen my experience if you take this on, then then I took a step backward. Yeah, you should you should make, uh, I don't know if you journal or anything like that, you should make notes of these kinds of things because that's a pretty mature conversation with a 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid. I don't journal, but I scrapbook. So I've, I've done a lot of magazine cuttings <laughs> and I've, I, you know, I've, I've put something together along those lines. Uh, it, it all, it all seriousness, though, you're, you're absolutely right. It's... Um, it is one of those kind of watershed moments where where I will I will certainly be retelling him that story for years, um, and and I think it'll probably be the kind of thing that he unnecessarily feels bad about later on. I would think, but I don't well, he want should. him. He I, should. He's deprived you well, of a of a great little punk. I love him, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> well, it, it it's interesting, and I I should call my son up and ask him if he recalls. The conversation the way I do, but when I came home from a troop meeting and all the assistant scoutmaster met and said who should you know become the next scoutmaster because the uh, our, our then current scoutmaster was stepping down to become the committee chair, um, and 
four scout members, I think, four SMs got together and said, well, who should be it? And I was the only one of the four that had been a scout as a youth. Um, and they said, well, you're the obvious choice. I said, I don't feel that way because I've only been in the troop again at that point, eight or nine months. And some of the leaders had been there for a while. And as it turned out, um, the other leaders uh, moved out of the area within the following year and a half or two years. But no, I, I said, well, let me think about it. So I went home and, and talked to my son. I said, how would you think about it? He said, oh, that'd be great. You know, it'd be great to have you as scoutmaster. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And then I, I asked my wife the same question. She said, well, how much time is that going to take? Uh, <laughs> I said, an hour a week. <laughs> of course. Are, are you the one who originated that phrase? Not me. It was Baden Powell. <laughs> and, and then I had, had a similar conversation with my daughter um, about, you know, that additional time aside. And I, I do remember that when I did my final um, Scoutmaster Minute, as I was stepping down three years later, after becoming Scoutmaster, three years later, I specifically um, apologized to my wife and daughter for taking so much time away. And and I said, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, I... I my son is not an only child and that my daughter, you know, put up with a lot of stuff and promised to be a better father. Hmm. Uh, and hopefully I succeeded. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know when she comes visit next month. <laughs> well, well uh, and, and uh, as an aside, and I know I've told you this, Jay, when our, when our former scoutmaster was stepping down and I was Googling like crazy to try and find turns of phrase and stories to tell at the, the court of honor that we we doubled as a as a ceremony for him i came across your final words of wisdom when you stepped down <laughs> as scoutmaster with with some fantastic wow. one liners well, um, yeah that was really good mm-hmm. and oh yeah i uh, another friend of ours bob he i sent that off to him and he says holy cannoli when I took over as Scoutmaster, the outgoing Scoutmaster read that. Really? Wow. <laughs> and he didn't, he does not recall that particular gentleman giving you, Jay, credit for that. Oh. So he's, he says, I can't I'll be sure, but I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> so that's made the rounds a little bit. Now, was that oh, original, Jay, or did you lift that off to somebody? No, I, it, it was original. Right, okay. um, I, I, made, I, I put a lot of energy, we all do, put a lot of energy into Scoutmaster Minutes and particularly through Eagle Courts and for kind of, you know, major events. And I took to post them on the Troop website. So that stuff is, I think it's still around. In fact, I gotta, I'll take a look at the Troop website, see if I can remember that. That's got Master Minute again. I'm yeah. even have it on the computer somewhere we'll, or so. We'll, we'll but dig, it's, we'll, it's dig kinda, it up. Yeah. we'll dig it up and send it. Yeah, to exactly. It was a good one. Yeah, exactly. It was a very good yeah. one. It, yeah, so, well, I'm, I'm used to it as, the, as it, you know, my Navy background is having this change of command where you basically, you know, you pass the baton on to the next person and you're going to give your farewell speech and let them give the welcoming speech. So I was, I was big on the ceremony side of things because I made the comment when I took over Scoutmaster that it was very important for the kids to know who the scoutmaster was. And we had a very active first assistant scoutmaster who a lot of the kids thought was the scoutmaster. There's nothing wrong with that, but I thought it was important to, to know the different roles. And I'm not a upfront person as scoutmaster. I, uh, you know, I prefer to be back you know, youth-led, but also you know, it, it, it's not important other than the kids should remember it. And my, 
my comment that I think I made during Woodbatch a couple times is that, um, you know, if I do the math correctly, but 50 years later, I remember my scoutmaster. So you would assume the same thing for your kids. So you got to make that kind of stuff count. You do. And it's important for the kids to see adults working well together and seeing that structure because it's a it's a model for life and work and just sort of human bi- tribal behavior right um for me for me it's a slightly different experience because of the two the two sons and uh three years apart and started out as a den leader for my youngest son and then cub master after my oldest son crossed into the troop i became the cub master for my the pack that my younger son was still in. And unlike the two of you that had an active troop role right after Cubs, I didn't. I still don't have an active troop role, right? And my son's been in the troop for three years now. And because I didn't didn't want to be the Cub Master and an ASM or something like that in the troop. You know, I have to work at some point, not just all scouting fun. (laughs) And the... So I was a cub master for several years. And I got to tell you, as the cub master, I sometimes felt bad for my son because at the pack meetings and whatnot, I'm running the show. We're not interacting that much because I've got a key. So I did feel bad for him sometimes, and my wife would come uh, when she could. But usually I left it up to his den leader, Reggie, who's a great guy. They just sort of kept an eye on him. And when I had breaks, I, I kind of I felt bad a little bit. Uh, although he compliments me. He's like, oh, dad, you were great. It was great when you were Cub Master. I could do anything I wanted to. I said, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, so there was, th- there was that, I guess. Um, but now, so he's crossed over in the spring. He's a few months into the troop. And it's, it's um, I've made the commitment to still be the helpful parent for a while. I will probably take a role in the troop. And it might be better for my son, my particularly my younger son, if he sees me there more uh, than it would have been my, my older son. Just their personalities are different enough where my my older son definitely needs a – he's kind of a wild child. And, you know, if, I, if I'm around and he sees me staring him down all the time because he's being a knucklehead, he, he would kind of rebel against that. My younger one, I think, likes having me around – because he's just a different personality. He needs a little bit more nurturing than the than the other one. You know, not, nothing's good or bad. Uh, but it's tough right now because of COVID, right? And my younger son is kind of sour on scouts right now because I've been promising, and we, we've met, I've mentioned this on the cast before. I promised him, dude, just tough out. Just he wanted to quit Cubs so badly in the last year because it's he's older. It's he looked at it as daycare. And so I nudged him through the program and, and I promised him that his first year in scouts and he gets out to camp and he get that it would be just so much better and, you know, just stay in scouts. And now he's doesn't have that experience. So uh, it's, um, it's, but he'll work through it. You know, everybody will. It's a, it's a, um, these are, what do they see? These are very first world problems, right? This is something <laughs> we, right. we'll, 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 we will work through. But as a parent, uh, I tried very hard to, particularly as a cub leader, to not really 
get in there and micromanage what he was doing, just to let him find his own way. And it was as the cub master during the den meetings, I intentionally did not wear my uniform to the den meeting. And Greg, that's a trick I learned from you as a cub master, right? Yep. I yep, didn't I... wear my uniform because I said, look, it's the den leader show. I, and I'm just dad. I'm just a parent here. Right. So, uh, that's the one specific thing I recall doing at den meetings. I did not wear the, my, my scout uniform. Uh, the, the den leader and assistant den leaders did, and I was just dad. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. I, you know, I had forgotten about that, but, but yes, yeah, I, I made, I was very strict about that for myself that to your point, I was just dad. And on occasion I would try and work it out. So my wife went instead of I did just so so she could see him in that environment and so that i also didn't want the den leader to feel kind of weird that the boss was there yeah, <laughs> looking right. over their shoulder i i will never forget one den meeting when i was still the den leader where we, we were making kites and i was so busy running around helping everyone else that my sons i didn't notice that he was having a disastrous time of it <laughs> And, and all of a sudden, I look up, and and one of one of the other moms who was my assistant den leader and who was an absolute angel, she was fantastic. Um, she was waving me over, and and my son was in tears because he's the only kid there without a parent helping them. Oh wow! And, and oh yeah, of course. You know, nice job, yeah. Dad. Nice job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Journal that one and remind him of that. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, my oh. my experience is less <laughs> less um, criminal or <laughs> problematic. <laughs> well, that's maybe the wrong word. Well, I'll get back to you. On that. Uh, but for my my son's equal court of honor, so I was no longer scoutmaster. I was an ASM again in the troop. So we're getting ready for the court of honor, and then I said, and I'm I'm going to wear my uniform. And my son said, No, you're not. I said, No, I really I really want to wear my uniform. He says, No, you're you're just dad. You can't wear a uniform. I said, really? He said, mm-hmm. yep, you can't wear a uniform. You, get, you know, you, you jack and a tie, which was appropriate at that time. I said, you sure? I mean, I tried to go back at it again. He says, nope, you can't wear a uniform. So I was there, in a, you know, jack and a tie. And, wow. And it felt different. I'm sure. Because that was never my my costume, as it were, for the unit. But he, he said, no, that's important to me that you're just dad and, and mom. And not my leader. Yeah, said, okay. and that that was his scouting focus. That was his scout event. Not yeah, you know. exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was it was him and two other youth in the um, in the troops. And one of the other uh, boys was was the scoutmaster's son at that time. Would had succeeded me, and then one of the other kids in in the troop. And I said, okay, that's that's fine. We'll do that. Uh, and you know, certainly no regrets, and that was his requirement. So it was good that he, you know, pushed for that, and but he wanted it different because you know it was not he was I wasn't a scoutmaster anymore, and he, you know, he wanted it at a different level, which is great. Hopefully, you know what, if Jay, if you can remember to do it, yeah, I'd love to have a follow up on this. If you go back and ask him his perspective on those things, and if he remembers it, um, and, and maybe he doesn't. You know, maybe he doesn't remember it because he was what, probably 16, 17, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he might, yeah, he, might, he would remember it. So it's about, about, it's about, about, uh, yeah, twenty years. But I wonder if it. I wonder, I wonder if it would have the same. Now that he's an adult and he's got a family yeah. of his own, if right. what his perspective on how that affected you—that'd be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. We'll have a follow up and a report back. <laughs> well, I have to get. I would take it one step further. If you can teach him how to use the microphone, let's let's get all let's get our four sons and have them run the next episode. That's not a bad idea. He he does some podcasting on his own. I guess he's got better equipment than I do here. <laughs> I think wow. if we if we let them go off for half an hour about about their their life as scouts with their dads as scouters. Um, yeah. That even if we never publish it, I think for our own oh, personal edification, might be interesting. Yeah. Now he, I mean, he's he's got kids of his own now, and he's so he's a little older than your kids, mm-hmm. certainly. But uh, be interesting. That's a mad yeah. genius idea, right there. It it is. Well, hell, hey Jay, he could moderate it, mm-hmm. right? And well, that's true. And talk yeah. with our sons yeah. about it, moderate it, and say so. You know, your dad's your dads are scout leaders, huh? What do you guys think about that? My dad was a scout leader. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that could be really fun. It, it that really could. Yeah, that could be. I'll uh, I'll ask him if he's interested in uh, in doing that. That could be a whole. That yeah. could be a whole different track. Wow, here. Yeah, exactly. That, that, yeah, very but, interesting. Yeah, the they'll be more popular than we are. <laughs> it couldn't be less. Wow. Oh. Yeah, wow. This could be the hook. This could be the hook that that this has us. Be, this could be the hockey stick for us, right there. Yeah, this could. Well, yeah, this could yeah, be the viral. Can, yeah, that's that's right. Could, yeah. yeah, we can ride ride their uh, fame to our success. Mm-hmm. <laughs>